They're from the show me state. I say, let's show them. Let's get it on. Keep them separated. That's a lovely accent you have. New Jersey? Austria. Austria? <laughs> well then, <laughs> good day, mate. <laughs> Let's put another shrimp on the barbie. Well, I'd like to open again with uh, thanking our fan base. I thought it was an electric atmosphere. Dog Walk was one of the best it's ever been. Um, they carried us through some tough times. Sir Jeremy, you are a true friend of the crown. Dilly dilly. Yeah, dilly, dilly. This is our uh, combo podcast. I'll talk a little bit about the Missouri game and then uh, talk a little bit about the upcoming game in Jacksonville with the world's largest outdoor cocktail party. So... Dr. Wetz, tell me about what you thought about the Missouri game. You had some good notes during the game about Sony Michelle. <laughs> thorough notes were taken at the game, very thorough. First, it was a great day. It was a it was beautiful weather. We got a new, sweet tailgate spot. Had a real nice tailgate before the game. You and Don stayed up there with us for the night because the game got out so late. We did. We had an awesome time at the game day condo. That is very, very convenient. I'm so glad that you purchased that. <laughs> I need to convince you guys to get one in there, too. Man, I've been trying to sell that for 15 years. Are you kidding me? When they first moved dirt over there, I was like, we got to have one of those. That's been a tough sell at the Wiley House. I thought there were some pretty good uh, pretty good things. It, I was a little frustrated during the game that uh, we seemed to give up some big plays. and what, I think it was 21-all going in the second quarter. Um, yeah. But I took some encouragement in the fact that um, our defense kind of got knocked down. They really had been so good all year. They hadn't really been challenged. So they got a little challenge, and they made some adjustments and then really shut them down in the second half. Yes, they did. It was awesome. Nobody wanted to see us tied 21-21, but it was encouraging to see us make some adjustments during the game, be able to, you know, like Kirby said, take their take their best punt. I thought we showed some grit tonight and responded. It's just like a boxing match. You, you got to be able to take the guy's best punch. Still have you know be able to adjust and pretty much shut them down the rest of the game. I thought it was good to see um, them make some adjustments on offense too, and I think that was Jake Fromm's first 300-yard passing game. He showed he could kind of step up and take over the offense if needed. Yeah, man, that guy can sling it around. He is uh, like we've said many times on the old Georgia Boys podcast. He is so accurate. He just hits guys. Not just in stride, but like it would be almost impossible them for them not to catch it. <laughs> it's just like pins into the middle of their shoulder pads, and they just keep running. And speaking of catching it, McColl did not drop any balls that game. Holy cow! That's got to be the first time in his life he didn't drop a ball. Missouri brings the blitz. Brom will throw wide open on the left side of the field is Miko Hardman at the Missouri 45 to the 40 to the 35 to the 30. They won't catch it. 20, 15, 10, 5, touchdown! Miko Hardman, take that, stick it in your helmet. That was another encouraging thing. Yes, and during the game you said many, many times, much to the delight of all the people that sit around us, that Sony Michelle is pretty good. Double tight end set. We'll hand it to Sony. Sony's got space at the 30, the 25, 20, foot race, sprint into the end zone, touchdown, Sony Michelle. I think Luke needed to know that. I'm, I think uh, Luke and his family, some good notes when I asked them to. <laughs> they did. They did. They thought um, your uh, wisdom just, and insight was. I know he was... enjoys sitting next to me. Yes, as we all do. 
But yeah, every um, he doesn't say he enjoys. He, he, he said, doesn't verbalize it. I can just tell he enjoys sitting next to me. Right. He tells everybody else how much he enjoys it when you walk off and go to the restroom. <laughs> <laughs> but no. So, uh, but yeah. the actual notes I was taking was that Southern Shell is like really good. Yes, he is. He like you were saying earlier, he might be better than Chubb. Which is saying a lot. Bomb and a shotgun. Michelle's in. Sony handoff. Right tackle. 10, 5, 3, 1. Touchdown, Sony Michelle. Sony flashes his jazz hand. Yeah, I think he has been this year. I mean, it's been real close. He's always been the shifty fast back. But when he just ran over that guy, I mean, he can do it all. He can be a power back, too. Yes, he will, uh, he will definitely be a star in the NFL, I feel. I think so, too. All right, so we look good against Missouri. We've crushed all of our SEC opponents, which has been fantastic so far. So moving on, let's. Uh, what's your prediction for this weekend against the the hated Gators? This one makes me really nervous. It looks like things are setting up for us to to win and win big. Like we've looked great, they've looked terrible, especially on offense. But we always find a way to screw this game up. Like, well, at least the past twenty years, even when we're favorites, we find a way to to screw it up so i'll take anything we can get i'm going to go a little closer than sounds like it should be i'm going to go uh, like 28 24 dogs 28 24 that's pretty tight pretty tight pretty tight i'll take two to nothing i'll take anything <laughs> i i really want to win this game like nothing good can happen unless we beat them that's right very very pivotal game for the rest of our season and it always is. Before the first game of the season, the Georgia-Florida game's pivotal, but um, the way this season has surprisingly turned out, this is definitely a do-or-don't game for us. <laughs> yes. And I've, I've been really pleased with the way we've played this year, and we beat who we're supposed to, and we got that one-point win at Notre Dame, which is looking better and better as the season goes on. Yeah, it is. But honestly, we really haven't played anybody that good yet. So we'll see. We got some big games coming up here, Florida and then at Auburn. I mean, USC at home shouldn't be that bad, but we found a way to lose some games to South Carolina over the years that we shouldn't have also. No doubt. If you listen to Kirby interviews and Will Muschamp interviews, they're basically reading from the exact same script. Sounds like the same person and the same dialogue. <laughs> yeah, yeah, they do. So, But he's, we seem to uh, have bought into it a little better than their guys have. But like you said, they, they – play the same style hopefully we just got the better manpower but that'll be a good tailgate too i hope so yes i'm looking forward to that one too that should be a good day all right so you're predicting a pretty tight game like you said i'll take two to nothing it's fine that'll help us keep going but i think uh the fact that those two morons for the gators have been mouthing off this week that was uh really yeah really stupid on their part like we needed more motivation i hope it goes the way uh I can't remember who Vanderbilt beat. I think it was they beat Kansas State, and that Vanderbilt guy got in the camera and was like, we want you next, Alabama. (laughs) (laughs) Well, 59 to nothing. Yes, that would be be good since that guy said that there's no way Georgia Um, can beat Florida. So we shall see. So in in my head, I think it'll be close because I don't want to be disappointed. I would love it just to blow them out and turn this rivalry around for the next 20 years. Just turn it, flip it the other way yep that would be awesome i mean it's it's very cyclical in nature so hopefully uh that's the way it goes i like the way we're playing i like the way we're looking for the future like uh recruiting's incredible 
we're just looking we're right where we want to be i think that is a good point because as much as as pleased as i've been with the way the season is going and the way the team's playing the future looks good too i mean rick was always a good recruiter but kirby is killing it he's doing amazing yeah i was reading something about it today you know i don't follow recruiting like you guys they were just saying how many four and five star guys we have that kirby's brought in we're second only to alabama um and that that makes a difference <laughs> which does not seem like that groundbreaking of information but uh, maybe i should follow it a little closer well on the one hand it's really frustrating to follow but i, I can't stop reading about it <laughs> All right, so one last quick question on our uh, Combo Week podcast. Um, what do you think about the Golden Corral? Okay. <laughs> so back in college and med school, I loved the Golden Corral because you could go for one meal and eat a whole weekend's worth of food in one sitting. But as I've gotten older, I've grown to not enjoy the Golden Corral so much. That is just it's terrible, Wes. Uh, we have a ongoing <laughs> feud here in the Wiley house because the Wiley girls will not even drive past the Golden Corral, whereas I think it's one of the most glorious places invented by Jesus himself. Um, so I was just looking for a little more input. Well, maybe I should give it another chance. It's been years since I've been, but the last time I went, I didn't enjoy it. And I would say it would have to be unusual for me to get in the car and be like, hey, let's go to the Golden Corral tonight. <laughs> That's every afternoon for me, my friend. <laughs> they just built a new one. It's like two miles from our house. So like whenever I'm in town and it's like lunchtime, I'm like, I could go to the Golden Corral for $10 and eat um, anything I can think of. But I'm trying to keep it to like once or twice a week. It would probably be best for your weight if you didn't go too often there. <laughs> yeah, you got to stay away from the chocolate fountain and, you know, the whole the whole side of desserts. You just don't even go over there. But, you know, there's there's lots of vegetables and chicken, so you can, you can keep it relatively healthy. I, I guess. It's been a long time since I've been there. But you're pretty much not going there unless it's uh, there's some extenuating circumstances. Yeah, it would have to be a weird a weird day for me to go there. I maybe next time I come and visit you, I'll go to the Golden Corral with you. Heck yeah, we're doing it for sure. <laughs> we'll uh, talk during the game. Hopefully, we'll be all good stuff. Yeah, I hope to be in a good mood on Saturday. We'll see. All right, good dog. Good dog. Susan, you are an even truer friend of the crown. Dilly dilly. Dilly dilly. Drop your shorts and bend over, Mr. Babar. Oh, no, really, uh, we, we don't need to. I've, uh, we don't want to do that. Say, so, you know, my kidneys feel a lot better in this position. Maybe it's just that I'm not doing any calisthenics. You know, if I did some sit-ups in the morning or bent over like this, I'd probably feel 100% Moon River. Whew. Thank you, Doc. You ever serve time? Breathe easy. Easy. I told him it's not off week, it's not bye week, it's work week. Because we've got to clean some things up and get better if we're going to go where we're going to go. We're talking to Heat. He went to high school with us. I spent a lot of time with him because our high school girlfriends were friends, so we did a lot of double dating and stuff like that. We mm -hmm. were also in the chorus together, which is really cool, despite how it sounds, but it was definitely cool back then. 
We were also in the uh, corral, which was like the elite singers of the Dragon Chorus. Oh, so uh, we spent a lot of time. Show. Yeah, yeah, whatever that was. <laughs> yeah. So, and then we all went off to school, and tell me your your school history, because you didn't start going to Georgia, but you ended up there, right? Yeah, so went off to school, man, I uh, ended up at, at a small school in Alabama and decided that that wasn't for me. So, and a lot of people may or may not remember, but uh, I, I was, I was, a, I wasn't kind of, I was a tech fan. And uh, yes, so it took were. a lot for me to go yes, to Georgia, were. but you know, like, like it happens to everyone. Once you get to Athens, it's, it's just a, becomes a part of you. And yeah, it was, I never looked back after that. So I transferred over and loved my, loved my time there and been going to games ever since. So, uh, Go dogs! Yeah, that's good. That kind of tells um, how long ago we went to Georgia. Because today you would never be able to transfer into Georgia from another school. It just doesn't happen. Yeah, it was it was fairly easy back then. Um, it, you know, it was basically I won't tell any of the old cliche jokes, but I think you needed like a two point nine from your from your institution, and <laughs> um, and so getting over there, uh, yeah, it wasn't, wasn't too difficult if you were a history major like I was. Yeah, now if you got a 3.9, you get on a waiting list of about 10,000 people. Yeah, I know. I've got kids sweating it out, so maybe we'll maybe we'll get lucky. So uh, you came to the tailgate, just a total travesty. We You went to Georgia. We all went to Shamrock, and yet this past weekend was the first time that we had ever tailgated together. So just a total, total it, travesty. Really a, a tremendous faux pas on, on, on my part, but I thought, I wonder where where they're going to be. I'm so glad I did. We had a great time. Saw Shannon and Wes there. And it was, it was pretty, uh, like I kept saying, it was, it was pretty, it was a lot, it was a lot uh, more laid back than I thought it was going to be. Maybe because Steve wasn't there, but it was a beautiful day to be in Athens. Great, uh, great company. Glad the wives got to meet and, uh, you know, I married an Auburn girl, but she's, uh, she's a good sport when it comes to Georgia football. Yeah, so yeah, you're listing all your character flaws. You were originally a Tech fan and married an Auburn girl. So, But I'll tell you the uh, evolution of the tailgate from my point of view, from you, um, you know, in the very 30, 45 minutes in, you're like, this is a lot, you know, calmer than I thought it would be. And, of course, me and Shannon were like, well, if you'd have been here 10 years ago, you'd have seen some really <laughs> raucous behavior. Right, right. Um, yeah, by the end, you were uh, right there with us. This is the greatest thing we've ever done. Oh, my God. <laughs> yeah, yeah, it was it was good stuff. And I was going to say, uh, my, our tailgates have, have slowed down considerably. That's what happens, you know, I think when you have kids and for the most part, it's it's usually my son Tucker and me, and and we we roll into town based on the day's activities, get to the game as best we can, and and go from there. But you know, I, I think I think the Georgia football game is a game for for young men and for old men, and the guys <laughs> in between, you know, they got a lot of activities going on. But yeah, it was uh, it was good times, and now you can uh, you know tailgate with us all the time. You'll see the ebbs and flows of our tailgate sometimes they're we're all picking ourselves up off the grass and then other times we're just like all right time to go to the game just depends yep. it's yep. uh we just see what happens well i'm looking forward to chapter two uh for south carolina oh yeah That's i think every, everybody kick. yeah everybody's coming out for that one so that will be a lot of debauchery i'm hoping for good weather quick question what do you think is going to happen this weekend I tell you what, if it was if it was these guys wearing a different uniform, I would think the dogs are gonna just just obliterate them. They're decimated with the scholarship losses and everything. Um, but I've just I've just seen too much 
I've just seen too much over the years. I will take a one-point victory. But the mix is something like I really do think we shut down the run. I think our offense – I see our offense struggling a little bit. I really do see something like a 10-point win, uh, 23 to 13, something like that. Wow. Well, I'll take it. I'll take two to nothing and be fine by me. Just like you sent me that text about the guy saying we should go in and write a new chapter in history and we'll we'll dominate and, you know, set the – set the road right i sure hope that's true i've had too many drives back from jacksonville where we were supposed Mm -hmm. to kill them and we didn't so yeah the the 2014 game still hurts where you know they they had a terrible year and you you recall we had this is what i remember i remember david andrews gets hurt and all of a sudden we can't run the ball and i remember being so pissed are you kidding me we lose we lose one offensive lineman and we can't pick up the slack, and then of course they ran all over us. Yeah, and yeah. Uh, that that one, I would be showing the guys tape of that game just to remind them. Look, we haven't won this game yet. So uh, my last question for you um, on this combo podcast is: What are your thoughts on the Golden Corral? Oh, uh, the Golden Corral, the restaurant. <laughs> yeah, the restaurant. <laughs> I mean, I like it. It's. Uh, I usually hit the mac and cheese pretty heavy. You know, the fried chicken's good. Is that really what you were asking? Yeah. I like it. I hadn't been there in a while. There's one on North Point Parkway that uh, we used to go to. Heather doesn't like it so much, so it's usually a guy's outing. Are you a fan? I am a humongous fan. I think it was created by Jesus himself. Kind of like your situation, the Wiley girls won't even drive past a Golden Corral. Oh, yeah. And there seems to be a general level. It's a very polarizing place. It's a love it or hate it. So I, I was just looking for some more input from my uh, peers. Well, th- now that I've gotten more comfortable with the question, it is one of the few places you can get some quality okra. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. And, you know, uh, always save room for dessert. Don't, that's a, that is a rookie mistake. Loading up and then you, you want that dessert, but you've you've already gone in too strong it is total rookie mistake i try to uh, extol the benefits of all the vegetables and salad that you can get when i'm trying to sell it to the girls um (laughs) but they're like well you can't go there without hitting the dessert station which to their point they're true i mean there's you got cakes and pies and a chocolate fountain i mean if you go there on a frequent basis like i do you really got to you really got to temper your your uh, trip down to the the dessert end. There there's some planning for sure. It's kind of like you know, not unlike a trip to Disney. You're better to be prepared, and it's as <laughs> thrilling as a trip to Disney. <laughs> one thing, one thing I've never understood though is the guy the guy who goes in there and gets it to go. Doesn't that defeat the? It's almost it's almost uh, insulting. Uh, it defeats the whole purpose. I'm going to go in there, make myself a little box, and then take it with me. Part of the joy is to is to go fill up your plate, go back, eat all of it, except for maybe the cabbage, which you you know you might have loaded up too much there, and then decide what you like the best and go double down. Yeah, a to go box from the Golden Corral is just like slapping God in the face for giving you a beautiful gift. <laughs> it's like slapping God across the face for giving you a gorgeous gift. <laughs> oh. <laughs> All right, well, that was some good stuff. I just wanted to get your input on that. I'm glad you had some good takes on the Golden Corral. Next time you're in yeah, uh, Vinings, we have a brand <laughs> new, glorious oh, yeah. Golden Corral just, just two short miles away. 
I'm I'm a phone call away on that one. Come on on the side of town, and we will definitely uh, show the Golden Corral how much we appreciate what they do. Go dogs. Go dogs. What is that? This is a spiced honeymead wine that I have really been into lately. Please follow Sir Brad. He's going to give you a private tour of the Pit of Misery. I'm sorry, what? Pit of Misery! Dilly dilly! dilly. All right, we're talking with Shavin. He was at the games, at the tailgate. Uh, what are your thoughts on the Missouri game? Yeah, we had a good tailgate, uh, good food, good people, good, good showing from the Missouri game. I've already blocked that one out of my memory though so when you said we were about to talk about the Missouri game I was already thinking god I don't even remember that game because I immediately started thinking about Florida which I think probably every Georgia fan did but uh but now that I'm thinking back about it uh yeah it was great <laughs> it was a great time we had a good good uh good time the game kind of started out a little uh a little slow so I was a little concerned that they were able to hit two 60-yard bombs on us but you know the defense kind of stepped up after the first quarter and Obviously, the offense was fine, so turned out to be a turned out to be a great day. Indeed, it did. Yeah, I thought the uh, yeah we were uh, all at the game together, and we were all quite worried. We're like, "What is going on? It's twenty one twenty one in the second quarter. We didn't think they scored twenty one points in like two games against us." Well, I, I, I was. I know it's only Idaho they were playing last week, but they did score sixty two points last week, um, which tells you a lot about Idaho, considering we beat them by you know, whatever, 30 points, but uh, they did score 62 points last week. So I think their offense is formidable. So, you know, maybe uh, maybe give our guys a little pass and hopefully Kirby coached them up and we won't have those, those uh, lapses, uh, you know, this week against Florida, which is obviously the more important yeah. thing to think about. I think it was good. It was probably helped them, you know, because, oh, crap, we're not the greatest thing ever. we got to play on every play. And I thought it was good that they made adjustments and you didn't see that again, so – but uh, all in all, it was it was all right. The score didn't look as you know as good as the game was, but you know who cares? Well, I was a little concerned that Kirby had to tell the uh, the cornerbacks, uh, which he, which he said after the game, "Don't let them get behind you." <laughs> which I would hope they already knew that, but um, at least he uh, hopefully drilled it in their head, yeah. and that's something they'll uh, they'll work on going forward for next week. Yeah, you wouldn't think that that's what you got to remind a cornerback or a safety. Oh yeah. Don't forget, you can't let the guy behind you. <laughs> yeah, I think we forgot that in the first quarter, but, but hopefully we got it now. All right, so good game. <laughs> We've been crushing all our SEC opponents. So our next one is the hated Florida Gators. <laughs> what? <laughs> I've been telling everybody, I was like, if I hadn't driven back from Jacksonville 20 times over the last 30 years, um, <laughs> it might I might have a different outlook in this game. But I'm, of course, uh, nervous. Yeah, I'm extremely nervous, and I was reading an article somebody sent yesterday about the 1985 game when Florida came in ranked number one and was just expected to crush us, and we beat them. I don't think you can go into this game ever feeling feeling confident until we put a streak of five or ten wins in a row together like they have. Yeah, that'd, that'd be nice. I was talking to uh, to Tommy, and he said uh, if it was two different teams in different uniforms, um, he'd think that the our team would crush their team. 
But since they are wearing Georgia uniforms and Florida uniforms, there's just no telling. Yeah, I mean, the the, the talent on the field and, and, and obviously the, the way the teams have played this year, everything would say we should dominate them. I mean, even think about, like, the games that they've played against Tennessee. They had to beat Tennessee on a last-second Hail Mary at home, mm-hmm. and we went to Tennessee and beat them by 41 points. And, you know, we're undefeated. They're 3-3. Three and three. I mean, you know, everything kind of says, oh, this should be a cakewalk for Georgia. But as we know, there's absolutely no way any Georgia fan should be going into this game thinking it's going to be a cakewalk. <laughs> I fully expect, you know, us to make dumb mistakes and for bad things to happen because that's just what happens at the at the Florida game. So if, if that doesn't happen and we actually play up to our potential and we dominate them, that will be a shock to me. Yep. A good shock, but a shock. Definitely right. It will be shocking, and I will enjoy every minute of it if that happens. <clears throat> yeah. um, I do feel a little bit better because of those two moron gators running their mouth this week. That that makes me feel better. I, I know. That's what I told Jamie. I was like, that actually makes me feel good because I hope they're sitting there thinking – that they've, you know, that, that this is Georgia and they should, dom- you know, they should beat us like always. And I'm glad that they're, they're talking trash. I was, uh, I don't know if you heard, apparently, uh, that as soon as the Missouri game was over or whatever, Kirby walked into the first team meeting and the first thing he said was, okay, anybody stand, anybody stand up who's beaten Florida. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I thought that was awesome way to start the, the Florida game prep because everybody had their butts in their seats and everybody recognized right then that, you know, it doesn't matter what our record is and it doesn't matter who we are. Nobody's beating them. And if we want to beat them, we've got to get serious. So I, I kind of like how that's played out because even if they were a little bit complacent or rusty from the week off or whatever, when uh, you got the opponent chirping on, you know, social media and stuff, it's real, real easy to uh, get your fire burning and uh, you're not going to take yeah. any any days off thinking about that. That's going to be good motivation. Yeah, yeah. So we should come in motivated and, and ready to go. I don't think we'll have to pull any Mark Rick tricks like dancing in the end zone or anything like that. I think we're going to come in serious and, and ready to play and just hope the uh, Jacksonville jinx doesn't rear its head. Yes, yes. Let's put a seance against the Jacksonville jinx. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. All right, well, one last uh, one last quick question. Um, what do you think about the Golden Corral? <laughs> the Golden Corral? Um, that is really funny because about three minutes ago, Jamie brought up how much he loved the Golden Corral, and I'm not lying. That, we didn't plan this at all. That but is we were fantastic. walking down the hall. <laughs> I, was, I was telling her the story, what a simple man you are. Because you sent me the video of you and Presley cheering the all-you-can-eat shrimp at <laughs> shrimp commercial. In and I was like, shrimp, it's baby. just the little things. That's all it takes to please Kerry Wiley. That's right. And, uh, Jamie's comment was, well, we already knew that. You remember how excited he was about the Golden Corral opening up? <laughs> so we literally had that conversation two minutes ago. So it is really funny that you just brought <laughs> That That is awesome. What Shannon is referring to is the biannual festival hosted by Red Lobster, aptly titled Endless Shrimp. You show up, order, and eat as much shrimp as you possibly can before they ask you to leave. It's definitely a highlight of the culinary calendar. The other night, the Endless Shrimp 
commercial came on and I recruited my daughter to make an impromptu video to invite all my buddies to join me before the festival comes to an end. So here's some audio from that uh, impromptu video for your listening enjoyment. Endless Shrimp is here with flavors you'll love, like new savory grilled a blend of green onions, tomatoes, and herbs, and your favorites like garlic shrimp. Let's get some! time to try as much as you want, however you want. So yeah, because we were, um, I've, I've found that the Golden Corral is very polarizing. People either love it or hate it, and if if they hate it and you like it, then you're like a sub form of human. Um, there's just a really <laughs> strong strong feelings about the Golden Corral. And of course, I think it's just glorious. So I've been asking everybody. I'm just getting some additional input because you know the Wiley girls they won't even think about going to Golden Corral. So if I'm going, I'm going by myself or with anybody I can drag in there with me. Well, the legend of the Golden Corral uh, sticks with you because, like I said, people are even talking about it around town, and you're not even here. So, it's, uh, it's the word around town. <laughs> Golden Corral is strong with you, my friend. <laughs> so, what what are your thoughts on it? When's the last time you went? It's been it's been many many years. I, I'm indifferent to the Golden Corral. You know, I, I guess if I wanted to eat a lot, I'd go there. <laughs> But in terms of the quality, I'm not a not a huge fan. But uh, quantity definitely it definitely has the quantity. Reminds me of when I was you know when you're a kid and you loved going to like the Bonanza. Do you remember that? <laughs> or the yeah. Western Sizzling? <laughs> those are those are my favorite places as a kid. I guess you just you're still still just a big kid, so right. that's why you love it. So, so much. everybody else has outgrown it. And I just haven't yet. Yeah, I think that'd be a good synopsis. <laughs> Well, I think, I think first of all, you and I need to go because you work over here in the Vinings area, and there's a brand new one just a short two miles away. <laughs> so we can go check it out. But it's definitely, uh, you know, quantity over quality. However, the quality is probably a lot better than you're giving it credit for. It may be better than what I remember it because it's been a – it's been a long time since I've been to the Golden Corral, so I probably do need to give it another shot, see what the quantity's like or the quality's like next time. So like I'm hoping it. for it. I like it. Open mind. We like that on the old Georgia boys. Are we going to do some post-game analysis as well? Because I'd really love to come back after a Georgia victory and talk about the pure satisfaction of beating those sorry sons of bitches. <laughs> Man, I sure hope so. I will I will have the mobile podcast unit available so that we can set up shop anywhere and get our uh, fresh, fresh thoughts. It's not too often that we get to gloat after this game, so uh, I'm really, really hoping that we get to uh, get on the podcast and do a little gloating. Let's keep our fingers crossed. Yeah, cheers to that. All right, go dogs. Go dogs. Baby, lay on back and relax. Kick your pretty feet up on my dash. No need to go nowhere fast. Let's enjoy right here where we at. Who knows where this road is supposed to lead? We got nothing but time. As long as you ride here next to me, everything's gonna be alright. If it's meant to be, it'll be, it'll be. Baby, just let it be. If it's meant to be, it'll be, it'll be. Baby, just let it be. So won't you ride with me? Ride with me. See where the I don't mean to be so uptight, but my heart's been hurt a 
couple times by a couple guys that didn't treat me right. I ain't gonna lie, ain't gonna lie. Cause I'm tired of the fake love. Show me what you made up. Boy, make me believe. Oh, hold up, girl. Don't you know you're beautiful? And it's easy to see. If it's meant to be, it'll be, it'll be. Baby, just let it be. If it's meant to be, it'll be. So won't you ride with me, ride with me, see where this thing goes If it's meant to be, it'll be, it'll be, baby, if it's meant to be So come on, ride with me, ride with me, see where this thing goes So come on, ride with me, ride with me, baby, if it's meant to be Maybe we do, maybe we don't, maybe we But if it's meant to be, it'll be, it'll be, baby, just let it be. If it's meant to be, it'll be, it'll be, baby, just let it be. So won't you ride? 